Hello, you all. Welcome to the Good Girl's Guide to Being Wrong and Happy. You are here with your co-hosts, Stephanie Richardson and Heather Smith. (laughs) Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show where your wrongness is a strongness (laughs) and happiness is just a choice. You may notice that Heather Heather presented uh, that your wrongness is a strongness in a little different way than usual. If not, please go listen to a few different episodes and see if that's true or not. But um, I am, again, in a very noisy place. I have done shows before. Heather always does them from nice, quiet places. But I have done shows before from Disney World and Epcot. And now I am in the middle of (laughs) a place called well, I don't remember what this place is called. Anyway, there are tons of people everywhere, and we just had amazing food and cocktails, which may lead us into today's topic, which is what, Heather? <laughs> well, today we're going to talk about when you were little, you know, like two, three, four, a little kid, when you, <laughs> being a good girl can work for all sorts of things. But as you get older, it may not always be the best choice you have available. So what becomes possible when good is a choice and not a necessity? And here it was, I thought we were talking about what the difference is between being good when you're a kid and being good whenever you're uh, an adult, that those things also become very different. (laughs) <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> they certainly do. <laughs> well, we have so many options of where we can go with this, but one thing that I actually just noticed, I was reading the description, and I noticed there's a, a typo, a necessity, but <laughs> it, it got spelt. Yeah, but the funny thing, though, is it got spelt necessity. <laughs> like necessity. the necessity of being nice. Oh. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that is, when I was younger, there, I, that was exactly how I lived my life, that there was a necessity that if I was not being nice, then I might as well just die, quite frankly. <laughs> wow, that's like really yeah. dramatic. <laughs> I did yeah. not think of myself yeah. as being very dramatic. I thought of myself as being very level-headed and very easygoing. <laughs> but when I really look at it, <laughs> I was pretty dramatic. That if I wasn't being nice, I might as well die. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it was. It was dire to be not. It was a dire necessity. To Nice <laughs> for me. It's true. There is a reason why we named the show the Good Girl's Guide to Being Wrong and Happy. When I looked at the similarities between Heather and I, one of the things I really got is that the two of us both had this overlapping need to be nice to other people. <laughs> Well, and it can be so confusing <laughs> when it's a necessity. Well, wait, tell me more. Well, yeah, so when it's a necessity, when it's like what you have to be, then like there's all sorts of situations in life where being nice is really not going to be a very good choice. It's not going to work out Yeah, but that well. didn't matter. What does that matter? So what if it works out well for you? At least you were nice to somebody else. At least they feel better about themselves, even if they are murdering you oh, in the process. Right. Oh, how 
lovely. I get to take the high road of being slaughtered because <laughs> I won't be not nice. <laughs> I'm only laughing because it has been so true in my life. That's hilarious. <laughs> you know? Oh, man. It's like, it's not a pretty thing sometimes. <laughs> Gosh. Well, I wouldn't want somebody else to feel bad about themselves. What if I wasn't right? What if I wasn't right that they were coming after me with a knife? What if they just had a passion for cutlery? <laughs> well, that's the thing. When you're just trying to be nice, you can be mistaken very often about what the situation is. Wait, what do you mean being aware? Being aware and being nice are different. Oh my god! Yeah, just a little. <laughs> just a little bit. Oh my god. Okay, goodness. so so then maybe we actually talk a little bit about that because I get where we just went. Ha- at least half of the people listening were like, "Wait, what are they talking about? I'm so confused. Do I turn it off now or do I turn it off in 30 seconds?" Maybe I should be nice and keep listening. (laughs) Well, okay, so so like for me I had the conclusion that it was better to be nice, it was the right thing to be nice, I was a good person if I was nice, and things would turn out better if I was nice. So all of those were an illusion to the heart. <laughs> yeah, well, it's so it's delusional. <laughs> no, don't tell me that. I'm supposed to be able to be nice and everything will turn out fine. <laughs> right. That 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 works so well, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> about point zero two percent of the time. That is right. I did not even say twenty percent of the time. I said point zero two percent of the time, which has shocked me every time. Which means ninety eight percent of the time I spend with a shocked face on my face. <laughs> what yeah, is that? Why so is it so weird? This is my shock because somebody, again, did not receive <laughs> kindness and niceness. Yeah. Well, I, kindness and niceness, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> but let's say a little bit more about what, yeah, exactly. Uh, why, like, for what reason nice as, like, the, what is it, the default choice <laughs> isn't the same as awareness. <laughs> You know, it's like when you're choosing awareness. I'm going to repeat that. Nice as a default choice is not the same thing as kindness. Whoa. Hold on. I'm going to close the door. (laughs) And it's also not the same as awareness. And because it's. Wait, it's not the same thing as awareness. (laughs) (laughs) Both are true. Not the same as awareness, not the same as kindness. (laughs) Neither one. So anything as a default choice, like, oh, this is just the way I should be or I have to be or the best way for me to be, it has includes no awareness of the rest of the world and what you're being presented with. <laughs> and 
Wait, you know, before that, you go um, on, I just have to say that this is like a shocking revelation for like 99.9999%. And what I want to say is of other people, but I want to say that for me, this is still something that I get that I'm not, I haven't exactly been done with entirely. I've done a oh, lot. Yeah, me too. I've done a lot to actually get past this point of view and actually get to where I, I really get that sometimes doing something other than nice actually is the thing that works is actually the thing that other people can receive, which that is also an entire, an entirely different show that we could do. Um, And, um, and that what like saying and being what other people can receive is actually a kindness. So this weird idea that being nice is exactly the thing that is always required in every situation is actually a complete and utter lie. And that for me may have been one of the hardest lessons that I have ever learned. Um, And I say that uh, it's one of the hardest lessons that I've ever learned because I don't want that to be true. I really do want for it to be true that being nice is the right way to go, you know, because that's easy. It's easy to be nice. And what I've what I've discovered is that being you may hear other people laughing. We have a studio audience, um, but what what I've discovered is that being nice isn't isn't actually what will get you a where you want to go. Which some people may believe because they go, oh, okay, well I get that because you know in business sometimes people are assholes and people who are assholes get further. That's not even what I mean. I just mean that like people on the street. What I've discovered for me personally is that if people can't receive that kindness or if they don't believe they deserve it, they will basically, even though I don't even have nuts, they will basically turn around and kick you in the nuts if you're nice to them and they don't (laughs) think that they deserve it. And so this is a shocking revelation because I really thought that if you were nice enough to people that they would get how amazing they are, and that is not a fact that is based on pure fiction and and that was really hard for me to get because a lot of my identity was built around being nice that that to me is I'm like but that's who I am that's who I want to be like shouldn't I be able to be that all the time and any attachment that you have to who you have to be in any situation is actually a place where you limit where you can be a gift to other people that's shocking that you know you think that being nice would be a gift and sometimes it's not. That in itself was so mind-boggling, confusing, irritating, <laughs> and unfortunate <laughs> that I didn't want to know it was true. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's one of the things that, wow, I, for me, I didn't want to know that was true either at all, like big time. And one of the things that started to get me over that like holding on to that so tightly is noticing how things turn out like oh wow okay this person cannot receive me being nice let alone kind at all they would much rather I be a total bitch to wait them. I may need to stop so I may need to stop you right there yeah hold on so you sure. said this person may not be able to receive me being nice let alone kind and and we've teased a little bit with this conversation, but in this moment, I think that may require a little bit of explanation. Can you explain that further? Well, yeah. So so nice 
is, you know, you know when people put on niceness, like, oh, that's so cute. And it's like, you know they don't give a shit. You know they don't really think it's cute. You know, it, it's like, it's bullshit. <laughs> and they're just okay, being so on my nice. end right now, that literally <laughs> sounded like you turned into Darth Vader <laughs> and then disappeared. <laughs> so I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> Whether it's, <laughs> whether it's even up or not. But in case they didn't, could you repeat yourself? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not sure if I can. I'm laughing so much. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> so just <laughs> Like, we all know when someone is being, quote, unquote, nice, and it's just, fake and like they don't really care and they don't it's not really any kindness in it or like genuine anything in it so that's like one version of nice and then there's kindness you're still cracking me up because you were trying to talk about this that you literally sounded like Darth Vader (laughs) (laughs) okay right. I'm going back on mute for a second Oh my goodness, that's too funny. So, so kindness, on the other hand, it's like it's inclusive of the person and everything they are. It's inclusive of everything you are. It it has no judgment. It has no agenda. It has caring in it, and there and genuineness and uh, a warmth to it. You know, when something is kind, when you're being kind, and um, so it's a total. It can be a totally different thing than nice. And, you know, nice can include kindness, and so often it doesn't at all. You know, it's it's being. It, yeah, we've all experienced that being nice, or someone being nice to us, and you're like, well, why would to interrupt you know, why are you bothering? Yeah, yeah. To interrupt it for a second about oh, that's amazing. Sorry, we're driving and there's a man standing there as if he's a a sculpture amongst the other pieces of artwork. That was brilliant. But actually, what I interrupted (laughs) you to say was that that it was that this distinguishment, if that's even a word, between nice and kindness, also was sort of an a foreign concept whenever I whenever I first even heard about it because this isn't actually a conversation that many people have going, Hey, nice may not be the same thing as being kind. And, and for me, I was like, well, what do you, what do you mean? Why does that mean I may not have been kind? Um, Which is also a funny conversation. Like if you were a person who thinks they're wrong constantly, (laughs) then you are listening to the right show, the good girl's guide to being wrong and happy. Um, And happy. (laughs) And happy, and happy. <laughs> um, but, but really looking at this, this place where we do know what it is when someone is, when someone feels that it is a requirement in their life for them to be nice and they have no choice. On some level, like when we're being that, I don't know that, that we get that it's not a gift because we're like, but I'm being nice. But on the receiving end of it, I think that this is one of the places where you can begin to notice what the difference is maybe quicker is, than trying to be it is, is mm-hmm. recognizing when other people are doing nice um, 
and when people are doing kind. And nice is that thing where you feel like they're so obligated to be whatever this thing is that they don't have a choice. And so when you're standing in front of someone who's being nice and they don't have a choice, you may feel that tension in their own world that they're really almost always working somewhere against themselves. Even if they want to be nice, the not having a choice really feels very different. Like the sense of it is actually very, very different Mm -hmm. if you're on the receiving end of it. Like the receiving end of somebody who has a choice and does something because it's a joy or a pleasure for them, for instance. And like, do you know a time where someone has given something to you because it was a pleasure for them to give it to you? What was it like to receive that thing that was a pleasure for them to give? And then on the other hand, it's someone who gave you the right gift because they were supposed to. And what did it feel like to receive the right gift because they were supposed to give it to you? Was the sense of those two things any different for you? And that's really what we're talking about is really beginning to get a sense in your own life of where you're functioning from nice, which is uh, doing the right thing at the right time for the right person, for the right reason, and showing your good face and making sure you smile and say thank you and please. And then on the other hand, there yeah. there's a different way of being in the world where every interaction that you have with another person is really asking, what would this create? And this is something we haven't introduced to the conversation yet, which is what the difference is between kind and nice. We've talked about it a little bit, but not actually how to get there from here. And one of the ways to get there from here yeah. is beginning to actually ask. So, you know, I'd really like to give this person a big tip because that would be fun for me. But if I give this person a big tip, what will this create? There was a a, a, um, a waitress in, that I had in New York, and I thought it would just be so much fun to give her a $100 bill. So, so uh-huh. I mean, our bill wasn't that big, but it also it also wasn't, I don't know. Anyway, it was it was a big tip. And it wasn't super ridiculous, but it was a really big tip. But I just, I had thought yeah. for me, it was fun to give someone a hundred dollar bill as a, tri- a, a tip. And so that's really what I was going from. I usually ask the question, what will this create? And this, in this circumstance, I just said, yes, no, give her a hundred dollar bill or, or not. And it was a yes to give her the hundred dollar bill. But the way that she responded was really funny. It was, she gave me a scrunched up face and, and she went, what really? <laughs> and that was her response. Wow. To what really did you mean to give me this? And and I was like, yes, we did really mean to give you this and thank you very much. But she still kind of had the scrunched up look on her face. Um, and so, so this is the kind of thing where you, you always think that giving somebody more or, you know, treating somebody in a certain way will, will create more. And it's, and it may, it, it, it may not be true. In this case, it may have created more because it gave me a lot more information about this very topic. And so I was happy to have that information. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was really funny. And I sometimes don't mind fucking up somebody's world just for the awareness <laughs> and the enjoyment of it. So it worked. It worked for me. And this may have been one of those 
in situations where she couldn't actually receive it. So instead of, instead of going, Oh my gosh, thank you so much. Her only, her only choice was to go, well, that's messed up. You're an idiot. <laughs> okay. So, right. so you were actually, well, and that's a really describing nice and kind. Yeah. And I would, and I well, wanted no, to but hear I the wanna... rest of it too. Well, I wanted to point out with what you were just saying though, when somebody can't receive kindness, um, or even niceness, they're always going to return it to you with daggers attached. And that's one of the things that was always like a surprise to me of like, oh, okay, this isn't creating what I thought it would create. Cause, so, it, you know, I get all these weird responses from a situation like that, like over-tipping somebody and they can't receive it. Like, instead of them being able to go, oh, wow, this makes me really uncomfortable <laughs> and I don't think I deserve it. They have to put, you know, send it back with daggers or disdain or rejection or whatever, you know, anything to just not receive it and do all sorts of things. So it's just something to notice. It's like if you're getting, you know, weird responses from people when you think you're being nice, um, that's probably what it is. It's something that they can't receive. And you know, so uh, wait. I just, I just it's realized a, it's that, that something they can't receive yeah. might be a foreign idea to a whole bunch of people. Would you mind talking a little bit more about what that even means? Like, will they have the hundred dollar bill in their hands? Will they receive it? So I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> right. So yeah. So they have it in their hands, but like, are they letting it into their world? Like the appreciation that Stephanie had for for her, for, yeah, for this waitress, did she let that in? Did she, like, um, acknowledge the, acknowledge the acknowledgement she got? <laughs> you know, did she, did she receive that, the compliment of that? You know, all the yeah, things Yeah, really, that if was, she had received what we were gifting her, it was that the pleasure that we all had being there was such a gift in our life that $100 actually paled in comparison to what she gifted us. Right. That and was so if she received that, that was like that was another yeah. that was another universe. That was like 18 universes over to the right somewhere from from where <laughs> she could even like think about either herself or the world as a matter of fact. Um, that somebody that the right. pleasure so she, that you, that I was having that was was somehow also a gift that she was contributing to what we were receiving, not just the drink she was bringing or the service that she gave. Right, and if she was willing to receive it, she actually would get that. She would notice that. She would notice what a good time you guys had. She would notice how happy you were with it. She would. It would also contribute to her world, like because there's a thing with there's gifting and receiving. Receiving is a gift, and when you truly gift something and somebody receives it, you get to receive it also. So there's like a simultaneity that occurs when um, when somebody receives something, the person who gifted also gets to receive more. So it's a it's Wait, this thing that really expands that, everything. Yeah. I was like going to that just a little bit more that receiving is actually <laughs> a gift. Well, cuz how many times yeah, <laughs> how many times have you like 
how many times have you complimented a person about who they are in your life? Like, wow, that, you're just such an amazing person, and you the are studio, just so cool the to have as a friend. Audience, yeah, the studio audience added when you said, how many times have you complimented someone on, and they said, anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, and they're, like, truly take it in, and they're like, oh, wow, oh, my gosh, thank you so much. That is so cool of you to say that, and I really appreciate it. You know, I, I feel the same way about you. Or they just say, I was having a really bad day, and you just totally made my day. You know, they it changes their world. And when they they let it in and truly receive it, that the gift of that acknowledgement changing their world also changes your world. Yeah, that explains it a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, that, that helps and a lot. on the other beautiful description. Thanks. So <laughs> I you cut out a little bit. So I wasn't sure of everything you said there. <laughs> it was because um, I was complimenting the, you. I actually. I was acknowledging you. I said that was a beautiful description. <laughs> and then and then your response I, sounded a whole lot like what we were talking about, people who don't receive uh, things. <laughs> yeah. It did exactly that. That's so funny. It's totally true. Well, and I was just about to go into an example of not receiving, so I just demonstrated. <laughs> Good job. Thank you so much. <laughs> so that's what that sounds like. <laughs> yeah, it turns into that weird, awkward, like, you know, they want to change the subject or gloss over it or, <laughs> like, things like that. <laughs> that's so You're funny. an idiot. Thanks. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was the example of not receiving. <laughs> so, um, gosh, uh, we're actually down to the last four minutes of the show. <laughs> what? Um, How did I that I was wondering happen? what else we could add to this. I I'm know. So sad. We had so much more to say. <laughs> well, we could keep going for a little bit. <laughs> well, I have to say goodbye to half of my studio audience. So I will be back momentarily. Oh, <laughs> oh wait, never mind. <laughs> okay. I could carry on. <laughs> so um, I would just say, you know, look at if you want to start applying this in your own life, like look at where you have been nice and it didn't turn out how you had intended or hoped it would. And just see what you notice about that. Like, you know, was the person able to receive that? Or were you actually just, you know, putting on a happy face and saying what you think you should, even though you don't really like the person or don't really care about the person or don't really care about the situation? Um, you know, just to notice, not from a rightness or wrongness, but just to notice what that choice created. And um, and what else could you choose? You know, once you notice things like this, then you start to have more choice. And that's always what the Good Girls Guide is about, is empowering you to have more choice in your life. And so if this is the area where you felt like you don't have a choice, you know, we consider just 
exploring it, looking at it, and seeing where you were, quote-unquote, trying to be nice and it didn't have the effect that you desired. Um, you know, oh, look at what else you could have one. chosen. Or, yeah, it really is big. That was that was the practice for me personally is like, wow, this so did not turn out how I would have liked. And I wonder what else I could have chosen that I didn't even realize I could choose. <laughs> well, so, and it's do you such have any an easy place to, well, I just think that's such an easy place. Yeah. It's actually a brilliant place to look because it's, you know, so many times instead of going into the judgment of, well, is this the right thing to do? Is this the wrong thing to do? They said that me being nice may not be being nice. Now what do I, you know, like it really can blow apart your whole world, which can be very confusing. And so for me, this has been one of the easiest practices to just go, you know what? Okay. So instead of judging what's nice and what's not nice or what is kind or what's not kind because now I'm really confused about everything I'm just really looking at what did this create <laughs> yeah I'm so sorry so, um, the, the half of the studio audience that left just ran into a um, what are the revolving door <laughs> actually ran into the edge of a revolving door that was pretty funny okay <laughs> and we had talked earlier about being afraid of being like severed in half by either revolving doors or uh, elevators. So, um, so anyway, yay. Um, well, and I of course had to bring up a gruesome story about it that I will not subject our studio audience to. Um, Thank you. But, but, you're welcome. But what I was looking at is, is that, you know, this is one of a really easy, easy, easy way to go. Okay. What I'm just going to do is be really kind with myself, regardless of what I am for other people, and begin looking at, well, when I choose this Mm. thing, what does it create in the world, or what does it create in this person? And beginning to notice that can be a a really gentle way of beginning to go, wow, you know what, that's right, I, I was nice just then, and that did not go over well, just like the number of times that I've been funny and that has gone over really really badly where you go wow okay so more people don't get that joke than I thought and I thought it was a pretty obvious um and so now I guess now (laughs) is the time for me to make fun of myself instead of continuing with this joke um but but actually you know that's also a joke sorry everyone um but whenever, whenever looking at those places where it's like, oh, that didn't turn out the way that I thought that it would, I wonder what that person actually could receive because that, that niceness, that kindness didn't go over very well. So what are they actually looking for? And that whole conversation about what people yeah. can receive often comes out of, what do people already think about themselves? And sometimes we think that we can overcome what other people think about themselves and show them something different. Where if somebody thinks they're ugly, we think that we can show them that they're beautiful, but they've already decided that they're ugly. So it's not necessarily a gift to try to show them something else. You're basically on top of them still thinking that they're ugly. Now they're ugly and wrong. That's not nice. That's not kind. So so yeah. this is that, that place where it can be really confusing from the outside because it can seem so obvious to us that they're not, this person's not ugly. Or it can seem so obvious to us that this person isn't whatever they've determined is so wrong about themselves. We, it, it is not obvious to them. 
And if everyone, if anyone has ever tried to give you a compliment that you didn't believe, what did you think? Did you think, oh my gosh, this person's probably right and I've probably been wrong my whole life? Or did instead you think, wow, either this person is joking and that's really mean, right? Like you, they give you a compliment that yeah. they mean, but instead of you thinking they mean it, you think, wow, they must be making fun of me. Um, or you think uh, they're dumb. They think I'm pretty or whatever it is for you. You know, they think I'm smart. That's ridiculous. They just may not have been paying attention to what's true. What you'll know if you look at it from your side of things is that if somebody tries to do that, that it doesn't actually create anything new in your world. And that's really what we're looking at is that there are certain opportunities that we have or possibilities that we have in certain moments with people to change the world. That can be a kindness. And then there are other times in other people's lives or in their world where we try to do something that we think is nice and what it ends up doing is somehow befuddling to us, reinforcing their own judgments about themselves. So what we can begin to look at is, is this something that's actually reinforcing the judgment that someone has about themselves, even though I'm trying to overcome it? Or is this something that will actually open the door to changing this thing or changing their world or changing my world. Those things are actually the things that are kindness and they may or may not make sense. So one of the examples that I have from recently is um, somebody told me that they, you know, she, she, I don't remember whether she called herself an empath or not, but she basically sort of said she was an empath and that she took on stuff from people whenever she did classes, but she would only do it like two days later. So she would only do it after class had ended and after no one could see it, right? Like she didn't let herself know that she had done it or let anyone else know that she had done it until two days later. And so we were out to lunch and I said, oh, well, you know, if you're still doing that, this is something that may look like me and that ended up being a kindness, right? What I said was, well, wow, if you're still doing that, well, how about I give you all my limitations? I'll call you in two days and see how it's going. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> yep. So, so in normal people terms, this was like really not very nice. But what happened is I continued just then after I said that, I just went off into a story that didn't matter. It didn't matter whether she listened to me or not. I just was like, oh, now I'm just going to tell a story and just see what happens. Well, about 30 seconds later, uh-huh. I'm not even looking at her. I'm looking at my food. And I get this sense, she's sitting next to me, all of a sudden the energy goes out of the room. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. What the, I was like, what just happened? So I look over and I go, hey, so what's happening? And she's literally, she's like slunk down in her chair. She's sort of sweating a little bit. And she looks like someone had sucked every ounce of joy out of her universe from any time that she'd ever had it. And I was like, oh, my goodness gracious. I was like, okay, cool. So, so what's happening for you? And she's like, I don't know. And I, and I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, well, did, did you actually take on all the limitations? And she perked up. And she was like, oh, oh my gosh, I did. And I was like, oh, nice job, nice job. Do you want me to wait two days to ask you about it? <laughs> <laughs> At which point she just started laughing 
and it all changed. But right. this is one of those places yeah. where previously if I thought I had to be nice, I maybe would have tried to talk her out of taking stuff out of people, would have tried to talk her out of like feeling wrong for being a healer because it's an amazing capacity. And in this case, I just went, wow, she's not actually willing to hear anything different. Maybe if I just go, well, here, if you like doing it, you can have it. Yeah. Yeah. And when I did that, well, what and that, happened is she got yeah. it. And then and then when I asked her a new yeah. question, all of a sudden she got a different choice. Now, that actually was ended up being a kindness that she actually got in that moment yeah. that she had a different possibility that it wasn't something that she had to do and that and that just because somebody else had something in the world didn't mean that she had to take it on. All of that was a really different possibility, yeah. but it also happened to be at a moment that she was willing to choose it. Where normally I might just go, oh, well, and that's that, interesting, and that can be a kindness too. Oh, wow. Okay, so you do that. Well, yeah, that's interesting. Well, in all of it, I mean, every part of that was a kindness in the sense, it's always a kindness to give people choice. Like when they... Well, actually, that's not true. <laughs> if a person doesn't desire a choice whatsoever, it can be a kindness to not give them a choice. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and But that combination that you did of giving her choice and also letting her not choose anything different if she didn't desire to choose anything different and also acknowledging what was true for her, like that is such a powerful combination. You know, to to allow for all of those things. That's really cool. Because, <laughs> like, everyone knows what they're really doing, like how they're functioning and the choices that they're making, if they admit it to themselves or not. And, you know, interactions like that can reveal that. You know, it, it was revealing how she's really functioning and not making her wrong for it, but just like, huh, wow, that's interesting. Here, you let's do that. You want to do that? Okay, here you go. <laughs> that's fine. You can do that. <laughs> I'll contribute and funny to enough, your choice. it was actually pinging her on this. Yeah, it was actually pinging her on this very topic of where she thought that the only thing that she could do that was kind and nice was to take take on other people's limitations or sickness or illness or, uh, you know, dis-ease out of their body. Yeah. And so it, it, this is funny on, on multiple levels, like where that conversation actually <laughs> was. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. Well, and that's what the, that was like, that's a great example of the difference between what she determined and decided is nice and what would actually be kindness both for her and for the person that she's trying to take that stuff out of because it's like you can't actually take stuff. You can take stuff out of people, and yet it won't really work to change them forever if they're not willing to let it go and they're not willing to choose something different. So it's kind of like, you know, pulling smoke out of a – Yeah. Yeah. But definitely keep trying if you want to. Yeah, see if it works. Yeah, Yeah, just keep going. Yep. <laughs> have fun. Yeah, have fun. So, um, <laughs> and then yeah. in 10 years, when you yeah, decide so, to do something different, listen to this conversation again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the keys to freedom were there all along. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Yep. Yeah. So, um, cool. I'm, 
I'm like, I, I think I'm good for the day. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I have anything I else to have... say on this topic. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that that's actually true, Heather, but I'll let you off. <laughs> um, uh, and then there's just one thing that uh, there's a couple of things. Do you have any, do you have any classes or anything coming up? I know you just had Liam Bramley in town um, and we're doing a couple of classes with him. Do you have anything else that you're hosting or any other classes that you're doing? Um, I don't have any classes scheduled right now. However, um, I have been talking with Daria Hansen about hosting her on August 26th and 27th for um, Right Riches for You uh, for a two-day in San Francisco. Yeah, oh, cool. So, right Riches um, for You I, in San Francisco. That won't be any fun at all. <laughs> yeah, but, and Daria is just no fun. <laughs> Actually, Daria came up today the, because it's like eight times, the, the studio audience says like eight times, um, because we were doing a photo <laughs> shoot today, and Daria um, Daria mm. has this brilliant capacity with walking in the most beautiful high heels, and, um, yes, and, uh, <laughs> and during our photo shoot today, our um, our, um, the person I was shooting was like, I wish I could walk in heels like Daria can walk in heels. So Daria has come up multiple, <laughs> multiple times today. <laughs> yeah. One of her many skills. <laughs> One of her many capacities, and the, include, in addition yes. to her brilliance as a facilitator. Yeah, exactly. And brilliance with money. She's really transformed her life financially in all sorts of amazing ways that are really fun to hear about and and listen to her talk about. So, um, so Stephanie, how about you? What have you got coming up? I've got um, a foundation class at the end of the month that I'm really excited about. Um, so foundation is awesome. basically, yeah. So this, I, this taking this idea where we've for instance, decided that, you know, niceness is the only way to be. How many other ways have you sort of in your own life decided that you have one choice and that choice isn't working? <laughs> so it sort of leads to this place right. where the foundation you've built your life on only gives you a couple of choices and none of them seem to be working out very well. So foundation takes all of that and rewrites it so that you actually have choice to build your life on a foundation that actually will work for you. And so um, that's always a brilliant class. And um, July 28th through 31st in a place called Serenity, Georgia, which is just south of Atlanta in a really beautiful community that has horses and, uh, um, you know, an organic farm and miles of trails and, delicious restaurants and um and so we'll be doing that class rebuilding your foundation in a beautiful location with amazing food um what worse way i mean better way to spend four days (laughs) (laughs) awesome oh and i did a new little book too yeah i did a new little book about pleasure yeah so um i think it's actually already been approved but it's basically a little mini workbook or mini playbook uh, all about creating more pleasure and having more pleasure in your life in your 
in both whether whether you think you can only have that in sex or whether you think you can only have it in food or whether you think you can have it throughout your life <laughs> without actually opening the door to more pleasure everywhere. And for a short period of time, because I only have 50 copies of um, the first round of this, I printed the first round as a magazine. Um, I have 50 copies and for um, a while those last, anybody who books a private session also gets that book for free and in the back of the book it's got a 30 minute audio all about having more pleasure in your life that is similar to the book but has an additional few little tools and energies with it so um so anyway that's something that's that's happening right now oh my god and i had the pleasure of being the first person to see it (laughs) oh my god it is awesome (laughs) i love the book that you did it's beautiful it's sumptuous it's inspiring and oh so pleasurable So thanks for every, for joining us, everyone. And uh, this has been another episode of The Good Girl's Guide to Being Wrong and Happy with your hosts, Heather Smith, that's me, and Stephanie Richardson. TTSN. <laughs> Bye, everyone. See you next week. <laughs>